Heroes of Welcome to 292, episode 292 of uh, Heroes of Handheld. Um, I am Chris. I am one of your hosts uh, alongside Colin. Hello, Colin. Um, hello, Colin. No, wait. You're no. You're, you're supposed to say. You're supposed to say. Say hello, Colin. Oh, I say hello, Colin. Say hello, Colin. Ensues. Hello, Chris. Oh, oh they, damn. They fu- fucked up. Um, Sorry. Sorry if I sound a bit downbeat. Uh, I've just been playing <laughs> The Last of Us, and it's not set me up in the best of spirits to record an entertainment Say no more. Say no more, pal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. That's pretty much depressed the whole internet over the past. Um, when did it come out? Was it last Friday? Friday. Yeah, Friday, yeah. yeah. It's pretty depressed everyone over the weekend. It's interesting though on Twitter. Uh, the Last of Us. I don't. I mean, you get sponsored trending things on Twitter, but The Last of Us Two or T L O U. Two has been trending on Twitter for the whole weekend. Oh wow! So it's causing ripples, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it seems a very mixed bag from what I'm seeing. Like the generally, the reviewers are loving it, but with gamers themselves, there is it's very down the middle. As some people love it, and others absolutely hate it. And it's interesting when we started this call before we went on air. Um, I asked you how you're finding The Last of Us 2 and you 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 said what did you say you said you hated it you said it's terrible it's awful no I, I said <laughs> but... it, I said I said it was horrifying I think oh, okay, it, or yeah. horrible because it's just relentlessly like, yeah. miserable um, <laughs> and like it's so weird to pay money for a video game and then for you to be like oh what do you think and me to not just be like I'm not enjoying it because I'm not enjoying it but it is like an interesting story but also it's like I don't really know why I'm playing it because it just makes me feel sick. <laughs> Do you want? Are, are you inclined to keep playing it because you are like not addicted to it, but want to keep playing it, or are you continuing on because you feel you have to? I because there can be games that you don't enjoy or are you know, mentally draining, but then you just want to keep playing them because they're so yeah almost so intense to the point where you're like I can't stop. It's like I'm like addicted to this sort of thing. I love those characters and I want to see what happens to those characters. That's my reason for playing because I love, like, I adore the first Last of Us so much. Like, I think it's beautiful. I think that the Joel-Ellie relationship is, like, amazing um, and, like, poignant and powerful. And so I want to play because I want to know what happens next in that world, like, with those people. And, you know, with, like, the side characters and stuff. Um, But it is just, like, very taxing to turn on a game. And, like, I've been playing with headphones on as well um, to kind of get the full appreciation of the sound design and stuff. And it's just so, like, overwhelmingly, like, horrible and just, like, intense. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see where it goes. It's, it's the story. It's just a shame the story is so sad and like hard in terms of on your heart, but that's okay. I mean, from obviously the, the big talking point with this game is the story um, because it's such a intense 
depressing story. But um, it's weird because I think with the the original Last of Us, which I've not never played because I, I don't own a PlayStation, one of the things that people always spoke about was how amazing and groundbreaking the graphics were and how it looked and how it sounded and how it played and the gameplay. And it's interesting with this second one, I mean, I've seen videos of, I've seen video reviews and I've seen videos of people playing it and it looks absolutely stunning. Um, mm. from what I've seen but it's almost like the story which is good because the game you should focus on story because then you know the games are doing what they're supposed to do but I've not really seen anyone mention how it looks and how it sounds and how um, what the world building is like so is it a upgrade from the original Last of Us in terms of the um, technical side of things or well I mean yes because it's come out obviously on like a more developed console um i have had some like glitches and stuff like last night i turned it on to play and i finished the first cutscene, and then uh the character was like let's get out of here then and then the game froze and then it the character was then posed in like that t pose position and i couldn't move oh no and i was just like oh, With the arms out. Arms yeah, out. yeah 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 like, oh <laughs> come floating. on uh, and then I re- so then I restarted it, and then suddenly they were like on a horse riding away, and it's like oh, okay, fine, I guess, whatever. Um, Honestly, the biggest culprit for that was Star Wars: Fallen Order. Honestly, every time a character was supposed to be there, they were just floating with their yeah. arms out wide. Hello. Um, and there's old. been a couple um, of times where, like, in the main town, um, there's like kids that are meant to be sat on horses, but the horses are like invisible. Uh, which is just like, I don't know, I, I just find it bizarre that like, that these things are going to still happen, but I don't know the first thing about game development, so it's probably not my place to say, but I think it, it does, because I, I, I played The Last of Us Remastered, uh, fairly recently, which is a remastering of the first one, so PS4 remastering of a PS3 game. And that did feel dated with the way they move and stuff. Whereas in this, it is a lot like smoother. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just like oh, it's just intense, man. That does blow my mind that the, the original Last of Us came out on PS3 and not PS4. Yeah, is it that old? Was that it twenty? I think it was twenty thirteen. That Maybe? was the last year of the PS3, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, before the PS4 came out. Yeah, because yeah, right, it was yeah. the last hurrah. I remember playing it in that. Uh, yeah, it came out in 2013, so I remember playing it that summer. Because, um, yeah, it came out like the week after E3 or something. Uh, or around yeah. E3, anyway. Um, amazing game. Amazing game. I'm, yeah, I'm very keen to see what happens with this next one, but bloody hell, yeah. it just hurts. It just hurts everything to play. <laughs> the last, last thing I'll say on this is what is. So it's different from the original story then. So what, the original story wasn't this intense at this point. So the same uh, amount of time you, you put into the first one. You didn't feel like this. Not, yeah, not at this point. It was intense, but it wasn't this intense. Well, the first one had a much more intense start, whereas this has kind of sucker punched you a bit. Um, yeah. So, yeah. We shall well, see. Well, I'll be interested to see, um, you know, as you go through the story and what you think of the ending and things like that. Um, I mean, if I, had a, if I had a PlayStation, I would be playing it. Obviously, yeah. but um, these. This is why I'm moving to PS5, people, because I'll be able to play these games in future, which is what we all want. And talking about, you know, we're talking about the technical ability of Last of Us. 
um, too. This leads me on to very briefly talk about what I've been playing, and I've mentioned this the past couple of weeks. I've been playing the Telltale series Batman game. Mm. Um, uh, obviously, I, I've said this before. Where in the past, I've I think Chris would uh, back me up a little bit. Where previous games from Telltale, um, ha- the technical side of them has been very ropey to say the least, with frame rate issues and slowdown and lag and a lot of quick time events where it just doesn't not respond how it should. This is probably this has been. I'm on the second season now, The Enemy Within, um, the second um, season on Nintendo Switch I'm playing it. And this is technically the best Telltale game I've ever played. It's playing so smooth, I've barely noticed any... The only time I've noticed a little bit of slowdown and frame rate issues has been when... You can can tell when the game is um, compiling your decisions and giving you the the, um, cutscene that you need for your decisions. There's a very sometimes there's a very like few seconds slowdown where you get a scene which is obviously defined by what you've chosen previously, um, and I don't want to spend too much time talking about it because I've spoken about it in length. But I'm on to episode three of season two, and I don't really know how to feel about it at the moment. It's it's taken a very odd direction. Um, it's very much unless I you know the decisions I've made are different. I mean, can give you a different outcome. It's very Bruce Wayne heavy. Um, yeah. I've barely been Batman once, well, a couple of times, but it's mostly been focused on Bruce Wayne, which is interesting because most games don't do that, but it's just very interesting the, the decision they've made with that and how they've done the story and included famous characters from the Batman universe um, is really clever, I think, how they've done it. I can't see where it's going. Um, I've had a little bit of frustrations where one of the, the choices, I won't say too much, but one of the choices I made in the first game um the repercussions appeared in the second series and the response was not what I'd done in the first game. So it basically gave me the wrong response. It, the character said, well, you said this before, but I hadn't said that. I said something hey. different. I did some research and it turns out that's actually a known issue, a known glitch in the game where apparently Telltale forgot to do a response to that option uh. in the first game or they didn't bother to do one. So it just defaults to the set one. Um, so yes, yeah, a known issue of that, which is very rare for Telltale. I've never known them to be sloppy like that before, which is very interesting. Um, but apart from that, it's great and I'm, you know, it, it plays well and it's good having all these characters and I'm very interested to know where my decisions will take all the characters. Because I think ultimately I know where it's going. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how it gets there. Anyway, that's all I want to say. So it, I'm still playing that on Switch and it's great. It's yeah. fun. I always like Batman anyway. All things Batman is great. I am, uh, yeah, when when you finish it, we will have a proper de- uh, debrief. Because I, I, lo- I think that second series is really interesting. And I think it does a very good job of really making you tear apart your commitment to the bruce wayne versus the batman side of uh, that character hmm. um, yeah i do agree i'm already questioning myself a little bit yeah it's got it's, you know it's good when you you make decisions and you straight away think oh god no should i have done that yeah yeah, yeah yeah bollocks because <laughs> that's, that's like the truest way to play as well isn't it because that's you purely riding on gut instinct because yeah. in in like real life you don't get to hover over decisions. You you make decisions and you think about them afterwards. So yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, very good, very good. Uh, uh, right, there's quite a lot to talk about in this episode of Heroes of Handheld. Hi everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first one I actually thought we should 
dive right into um, I'll let you take the lead on this because all I've done is watch the very pretty trailer this was the announcement of the Pokemon Snap can we talk yeah, about this? Yeah, so last Wednesday there was a, a, a kind of Pokemon mini event and actually there's going to be another one this Wednesday with more Pokemon news um, and in that event they announced uh, loads of different Pokemon things that were coming a lot of the stuff was discussion about the uh, DLC for Pokemon Sword and Shield um, but the things that kind of piqued my interest were the announcement of three new games for uh, the Pokemon franchise. The first of which, um, which set the internet ablaze, was the news of a new Pokemon Snap. So, if you've not played Pokemon Snap before, uh, the original one came out on Nintendo 64 and is basically an on rail shooter, except instead of shooting, um, you know, like first person shooting with a gun, you are first person shooting uh, Pokemon with a camera. Um, to try and like increase and create your collection and for years and years people have been asking for Pokemon Snap um, to get redone uh, for Nintendo consoles. People love Pokemon Snap, it's like a really loved and treasured property um, and so last Wednesday uh, the Pokemon company announced that they are making a um, new version, a new iteration in the uh, Pokemon Snap kind of world and there is a short trailer uh, we might get more information in the next Pokemon event, which is later on this week. Um, but yeah, it's a kind of on-rail shooter, except you are um, shooting Pokemon and you're not shooting them with a gun, you're shooting them with a camera. I kind of already said that, but the but what's kind of fun about Pokemon Snap is like the Pokemon aren't stationary and you can set things up and make things happen because you have... Uh, at least in the original, you have access to various like thrown items and various tools that you can use to make these Pokemon end up in pretty uh, poses. And it looks like this behavior will be mimicked in the next one. Um, yeah, very keen. And I think this will look really nice in HD. And I think if it's got like gyro controls with the Switch as well, that could be like an, a really excellent way to play. Um, Cause yeah, a lot of people wanted that on the Wii U. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's like, the thing is, a lot of these Pokemon, this is like your kind of only way to see them in like, not only way, but like this is a great way to see them like rendered in full 3D, which you don't always get. Um, so yeah, it looks really, really special and hopefully it'll be as fun as the original, which came out when we were seven years old, Colin. That's crazy. Yeah. I, this seems like the perfect game for VR. Yeah, that's VR interesting. For this would be interesting. I know there is a form of VR for um, Switch. Yeah. yeah just look at the trailer. It looks, it looks really, really fun. And I mean, my knowledge of Pokemon's never been that great. The, the I played, um, I watched the TV show, the first and second series. So that was, um, oh, I don't know, Johto, I think it was up to, yeah. maybe. Just but all Pokemon after that, no knowledge at all. But since playing Pokemon Go for the past four or however many years it's been, my knowledge and appreciation of all the different types of Pokemon has heavily increased. So yeah. looking at this trailer, it's very fun seeing the Wallama, um and the Squirtle riding the Lapras, which is quite cool to see. Yeah, it's um, cute. Like just it's great, good fun. Good um, honest fun. And this, this caused the internet to go insane the other day. So yeah, yeah looking forward to playing that. Um, Perfect fit. Yeah, there were some other announcements as well, um, including uh, Pokemon Cafe Mix Switch, which is a free-to-start puzzle game, which interestingly only runs in handheld mode. It doesn't work on the television. Um, it's a puzzle title called Pokemon Cafe Mix. Uh, we'll have a trailer. You run a cafe that serves and hires Pokemon. It's kind of interesting, kind of fun. Um, Pokemon have kind of messed with free-to-start before with that other one where you uh, 
had to the, the kind of dungeon uh, fighter one that was previously on switch which was good fun as well um so yeah we'll see what happens with that uh and the other thing that they big one that they announced was pokemon smile which is a mobile game designed to help children brush their teeth oh i saw this um yeah i did wonder what it was actually yeah it looks uh, uh picture of it kind of mad <laughs> you watch a trade that they can literally they can use pokemon for everything honestly is there anything oh, yeah. where pokemon just won't be the way forward it's just great yeah, what would you say I know this is my entry point into the wider world of pokemon but do you think pokemon go is assisted with this peak in interest yeah pokemon? It feels i think it's definitely like helped it. i mean they announced mm. that mega evolutions are coming to pokemon go as well which is like a big big deal for that um yeah i think yeah. Pokemon goes really because it just helps keep it current and keeps yeah. everyone thinking about um pokemon go and thinking about pokemon and it's like a way for them to bring new pokemon and stuff uh but yeah there's more pokemon news coming on wednesday i don't know is that calling it pokemon presents it might not be a full conference it might just be like a little drop but yeah it's uh pretty crazy the twitter uh, pokemon did a poll um what are you most excited to play Pokemon Smile, Cafe Mix, the new Isle of Armour DLC, or Pokemon Snap. Uh, Pokemon Snap got 60% of the votes, so that tells you quite Jeez. a lot, I think. Yeah, I think you can tell that's going to be popular. I'm looking forward to that. We didn't get a release date, did we? It's just still under construction at the moment. For Isle of Armour? No, um, Snap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Snap, snap, un Pokemon. Snap under construction. Still very much a yeah, work yeah. in progress. But Isle of Armour is uh, available now um and yes it has been kind of got mixed reviews but not really i haven't really done too much research on that it's too much news what else is happening colin well talking of old franchises coming back from the dead bloody crash bandicoot's back and we are fucking happy about this <laughs> so this over the past week there's been all these leaks that have been dropping on twitter and it's probably the internet's worst kept secret there's been many but this is one of the worst kept it, it got even so bad that even on the official crash bandicoot twitter even they said please wait till monday our official reveal will be better than the leaks <laughs> they acknowledge how bad the leaks were getting but basically we got confirmation today actually we're recording on monday the 22nd of june and we are getting a new crash bandicoot game and obviously this is hot off the success of the remasters of the um end was it the end not insane was it insane trilogy in end subbing trilogy i forgot what it's called insane trilogy was it insane trilogy insane. yeah what, i'm sure it was it? yeah and the crash team racing remaster as well which all did really really well and they are now doing a brand new crash bandicoot game which has been officially called crash bandicoot 4 it's about time which I think is a great name. It's hilarious because it's interesting that they're calling it Crash Bandicoot 4. And this obviously links on from the third game, which was Crash Bandicoot Warped, which came out, I believe, back in 1998. I think it was 98 or 99. And it's interesting that they've gone straight to the fourth one because a lot of people are making the comment, and that doesn't really matter really for these sort of games, but people are saying that the official fourth game was actually Wrath of Cortex, which came out on PS2. And then Twin Sanity led on straight on from Wrath of Cortex, apparently. Um, but it seems like they're, they're completely ignoring those games and going straight to Crash Bandicoot 4. And in the trailer that was dropped um, a couple of hours ago, um, they even make a little nod to that, where a, a new mask is talking to Coco and Crash and says, So, how many times, talking about Cortex, so how many times have you battled this guy? And she goes, Three. And he goes, Hmm, that's strange. I thought it was much more than that. 
and then it just ends. So obviously they're making some reference. There's been loads of games since the third one, but they're just yeah. getting rid of all of them. Anyway, so this is coming out on October the 2nd this year to PS4 and Xbox One. Unfortunately, there was no news on the Nintendo Switch port, which is annoying because they the um, Insane Trilogy and the Crash Team Racing um, remaster both play brilliantly on Nintendo Switch. But you'd imagine that we'll probably get it on Switch a bit later on. Um, normally, this has happened for the uh, the, part, the previous games where I think we got the Insane Trilogy six months later than when it came out on Xbox and PlayStation. I might be wrong on that. But... It's a shame about that, but the trailer looks great. It looks very, it's very colourful. They've sort of redesigned Crash and Coco, and it's interesting. The, they do show gameplay where you play as Coco and you play as Cortex as well, and they've got new characters, and it just looks brilliant. I think it looks absolutely great, and it seems like they've changed it up enough to make it not just a rehash of the previous games. It looks like they are trying new ideas, so I am all in on this. The only frustrating thing is I don't really want to have to get it on Xbox. I want to have it on my Switch. So I probably will have to wait, which is very annoying. Um, but yeah, I think that's great. I was a massive fan of Crash, as we've you know discussed many times. I loved those games growing up, and I think this looks brilliant, and I'm very much looking forward to it. And you can't help but think that this is definitely on the back of the success of all the remasters that have come out recently and how popular yeah, well, they were. It's, and it's being developed by Toys for Bob, right? Who are the yeah. studio that did yeah. the remasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that you also were talking about Naughty Dog, who were the original developers of Crash Bandicoot back in the day. Very different games. Very different games. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Will you be... I, I think, have we discussed this before where you're not a big, as big a fan of Crash Bandicoot? Am I imagining that was um, something else? Yeah, I don't mind Crash Bandicoot, but it's not my favourite thing. I find, I find it quite clunky to play sometimes. Um, but I am keen to see this one. It does look good fun. And mm. I trust they, that company because they did such a good job with the remasters on Crash and Spyro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It's in good hands. Um, yeah, for you can sure. tell there's a lot of love there. Um, looking at the gameplay, they've a lot of uh, nods to the original trilogy as well, which is great. Um, I, just, I think I think that's great. I've got nothing negative to say about it apart from the fact that we've got no Switch release date, which. It's frustrating, but uh, it's interesting. It's coming out um, October, which I, re- I imagine will be around the time of the PS5 and the Xbox Series X yeah. releasing. Um, so it's a shame they you know didn't push it to those consoles. But then, from what we're hearing, you'll be able to play PS4 games on PS5 anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Anyway, so yeah, that's good. That was uh, some good news um, coming out because you know, well, originally when I saw the leaks earlier this week, I was so sure it was it was a fake. Because I thought that name, it's about time. There's no way they would call it something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, And they have, which is great. <laughs> yeah, it's, so, it's it's just very crash, isn't it? It's very, like, on the nose. Um, yeah, that's what's always so good. They haven't lost the heart of Crash Bandicoot, taking the mick out of itself. Good times. Anyway, um, right, so we've got a lot more news. Is there, What do you want to talk about next? What should we, um, yeah, should I, we head Yeah, uh, I would like to talk about... Um, I want to very briefly dip into some uh, news that came out from the EA kind of conference, which is that Apex Legends is coming to Switch this autumn. We don't really know too much about it um, in terms of how the game will play or when it's coming or who's pushing it. But if you've not played Apex before, it is a very, very good fun um, three-person shooter where it's a battle royale, you're dropped on a big island, you play as different characters, and you have to try and, you know, wipe out all the enemies and survive whilst the uh, 
world gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, I think it's really cool that it's coming to Switch. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays. Um, I've just been hmm. I've been playing some of the new Fortnite season, and it is just the Switch just really struggles with these with these big open games. Like the rendering is just so slow and clunky. Um, so Apex is going to be interesting because that's first person. So I guess the field of view is a bit less, but. Uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes, but I'm looking forward to giving it a go because Apex Legends is really good fun. I've played it a lot on PlayStation 4, so that is coming uh, to Switch in autumn. Um, and some other announcements. I like that this week there's been lots of bits of news. I guess it's because that's when E3 would have been. I did think this. The, all these announcements were probably being saved for E3, weren't yes. they? So they just had to do it just push individually them. instead. Um, mm. So we had a Smash Bros. Uh, conference earlier. I haven't actually watched it yet because I was too busy uh, watching Last of Us and making myself feel sick. But um, they did announce two little cool bits of news. The first is that next week, uh, next Monday, there's going to be a new Me Fighter available, which is a uh, Vault Boy costume from Fallout, uh, which is going to be fun. So that might be a hint that Fallout maybe is coming to Switch, or it could just be a nice uh, collaboration. We've seen other um, video game mascots uh, dressed as Me Fighters, so it wouldn't be that weird if it's just a thing that happens. But maybe it means more, maybe it means Fallout on Switch or something, but let's try not to get our hopes up. But the big thing was that they asked which fighter from ARMS is going to be coming across to Switch, um, to Smash Bros, and that is uh, Min Min, who is DLC Fighter 6 and will arrive on the 29th of June uh, as part of Fighters Pass Volume 2, um, which is the next wave of Smash Bros. DLC. And you can watch a uh, you can watch it. We'll embed it on heritagehandle.wordpress.com. It does look really cool, though. Um, mm. I never played ARMS, but this does make me feel very positive about it. It looks really good fun. Nice. So, yeah. Very nice. What's... All these kick-ass announcements. I know. Busy, busy, busy. Do you see... App, uh, the Apple conference is happening at the moment as well. iOS 14 should just be announced. What? I did not know it's that. first ever virtual event. Uh, I'm going to read about that whilst you talk about the next news story. Well, I wanted to talk about, you know, we love talking about Niantic and Pokemon Go and Harry Potter Wizards Unite. We've just come off the, well, we're coming to the end of the year one brilliant event in Harry Potter Wizards Unite, which is all around the fact it's been a year, I think it, yesterday, uh, it was exactly a year since the release of Harry Potter Wizards Unite. And Niantic put a post on their Twitter yesterday saying that they've got loads of new exciting things coming in the next year. They're calling it year two obviously to make it relatable to the you know being at school and Harry Potter and things like that. So year two of Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Uh, they're saying there's going to be some upgrades to the professions because you can have, uh, there's three professions you can choose in Wizards Unite. You can be an aura, a professor or a zoo, um, magic zoologist. Um, and depending on which you choose will make it things easier to catch. So um, for example, if you're a, a magic zoologist, you can catch uh, magical beasts and magical creatures a lot easier. And when you're battling them in fortresses, they're easier to defeat, etc., etc. Uh, there's been a long um, a calling from fans asking when these professions and the lessons, because you, you by doing certain things, you get spell books and things like that, and you can upgrade how powerful you are. Um, when you max it out, that's pretty much all you can do. You can start a new profession, or you can wait. Uh, there's been you know, loads of people wanting to be an update on these professions, and it looks like they're going to be focusing on it, which is good as well. Anyway, I want to talk about... So the actual news story I wanted to talk about is relating to Pokemon Go, and this is a initiative that's been started by Niantic, uh, which is called the Niantic Local Business Recovery Initiative. Um, and this was released a couple of days ago, and it's a really cool thing they're doing. Um, they want to give back to the community, 
And how they're looking at doing that is anyone, and this is anyone from uh, Canada, Great Britain, Japan, Mexico, or the US, can nominate a local business to become a, um, a I'm trying to think of the name of it, it's a, a poker stop, but it's the sponsored poker stops. You know, you get those yeah, every like now the and then where you get more things from them. Yeah, the business one, yeah. So they want people to nominate local businesses that need help after, you know, the complete global standstill with COVID-19 and the coronavirus where you know lots of businesses have had to close and um, lots of people are on furlough and things like that. They want to help get some um, support businesses where they can. And what you can do, you can nominate local businesses up to the end of Friday, the 31st of July. So you've got quite a long time to do this. Uh, we'll put a link on the article for the um, this episode. Um, but you can fill out a form. You can nominate a business, you can give reasons why you want to nominate them, how they support the community, how you think they'll benefit from their shop or whatever, their business becoming a sponsored Pokestop. And it's a really good idea. It's a really um, great incentive, I think. And um, it's very easy to do. You can go to the Neantic blog and there's a link there and then you can um, uh, nominate them. There's a few bits of information you have to enter. Um, you do need to know the name of the person who runs the business and a contact email address for them at least, ideally a phone number as well. Um, but it also says they don't necessarily need to know that you're nominating them. But no, if you know a local business that's been struggling and you want to help them in some way, why not help them? by um, nominating them for the business recovery initiative. So yeah, I just thought that was a, a really nice thing they're doing there. And it's a good idea, great idea. Um, so yeah, worth doing. It's uh, obviously free to do to nominate. Anyone can do it and why not? You know, If you think there's a business that deserves it. As long as you don't mind their business being a poker stop. But the idea is obviously it will make people, it will draw people to that location and in theory go into the business or the shop and buy things and help. Yeah. So. There you go. But you remember the when Pokemon Go originally started and people there was like poker stops that were like behind walls and over barbed fences and things like that. Barbed oh barbed yeah, pubs would put signs up outside their doors. No Pokemons in our garden or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. so um, but no, this is a good initiative from the Antic. So we salute them. We salute them. What have you learned from the Apple thing? What's yeah, so they've been talking about iOS 14, um, which includes some really cool updates, actually. Uh, messaging is getting a bit of a revamp where you can now... Uh, messaging will be in line, so you can reply to stuff, and it won't, like... Um, you know how, like, WhatsApp, you can quote and reply to something? Um, that's yeah. coming to messages. They're also overhauling Memojis to be a bit more complicated, so there's more stuff going on there, and they're changing how group... Um, messenger threads work as well so you can um, make those a bit more useful and you can pin messenger threads. They're also revamping the home screen and adding widgets including video playing widgets which will be cool look forward to that um, and they're changing the home screen to be a bit more organised. Uh, yeah there's still stuff coming out on it. They're changing how like uh, the kind of in car stuff as well lots happened but it's not happening till autumn later this year so probably by the time we record next week's episode we'll have a bit more to actually talk about here um but some mm. interesting changes to come the translation app is coming as well apparently um so all that's happening uh what else is piquing our interest oh yeah um this is a cute little story i haven't actually downloaded this yet but obviously with the pandemic happening and um you know suddenly there's a big increase in working from home and working from home uh, can be um very very immobile you can sit at your desk from nine and not get up until five sometimes 
Uh, so Nintendo have released a uh, app that is designed to get you motivated and jumping and this is uh, based on something that their own employees were actually finding useful because they uh, some in-house Nintendo workers kind of made this app to kind of encourage them to get up and move about a bit during the day and now it's free for everyone on Switch it's called Jump Rope Challenge and it's a skipping game using the Joy-Cons um, I haven't played it yet but I'm going to give it a go uh, later on this week and yeah it's just a little like little thing just to get you up and get you moving a little bit uh try and beat your record every day that kind of stuff you should give it a go colin we'll have a competition we should yes i will defo do that with my jump rope i don't have no you don't yeah. need a jump rope you just need joy cons you just need joy cons i don't have joy cons i don't have them anymore i lost them right no so I'll, I'll do this I'll, I'll, i'm joking i'll give this a go i'll give this a good go. Yes, jump rope challenge. Get on it. It's the new craze that's hitting the nation. Keen. I'm very keen. Um, Yes, what else is news? We're talking about... um, We're always talking about Nintendo because they're our favourite. It turns out... Do you remember... Maybe it was last year or the year before, but there was all this hoo-ha from Nintendo saying that they're going to be focusing a lot more on mobile gaming. Uh, Obviously, we've had Super Mario Run. We had um, Pocket Camp from Animal Crossing as well. What else have we had from Nintendo, which is mobile gaming? We had Mario Kart. Uh, that was it, Mario Kart as well. So you know, there's a lot of thing, a lot of um, uh, press releases and news from Nintendo saying they want to focus on mobile gaming because that's where they see the future of it. And obviously, people are a bit concerned about this because you know mobile gaming doesn't have a good reputation with a lot of people because mostly it's games where you get for free and then you get lots of pop-up ads which are annoying if you don't pay anything or there's loads of microtransactions so you can win easier and it costs a lot of money and all that sort of stuff but turns out Nintendo are now changing their stance on this and there is currently no mobile games in development from Nintendo at all and Nintendo have even said that they're not going to be focusing on them for the foreseeable and in fact there was a rumour from their partner developer I can't remember their name but they came out and said that um, Nintendo have told them specifically that they won't be looking to work on any new games until at least 2021 which is very interesting and it seems like the main reason why they shifted their stance is because of the mainly is the success of Animal Crossing New Horizons um, which obviously came out at you know the perfect time you know in a way it's sort of they couldn't have planned it any better when a lot of people went to lockdown and you know you needed the game to play from home and it came out pretty much at the same time um, but yeah this is an article here there was a um, report from Bloomberg where they said that Nintendo appears to have reassessed the mobile business and narrowed its focus um, towards more traditional consoles um, I mean, originally they were going to have two to three new mobile games a year, but I think, I mean, from what we've heard, the games like Mario Run and Mario Kart were profitable, but they just weren't as profitable as uh, New Horizons was. So they're now shifting their focus back to creating new games for Nintendo Switch, which is great. I think that's that's great for us, you know. I mean, the quality of those games on mobile were fine, Um but I've, it's it's very it's a very odd thing with mobile gaming, and I think a lot of people are in the same boat. Like I'll be willing to drop you know twenty, thirty, forty pounds, fifty pounds on a Nintendo Switch title rather than pay five, six quid on a mobile game. It's not it's an odd mindset to be in, and I'm sure many people share the odd mindset. But um, yeah, I wouldn't spend. I don't think I. I don't know if I've ever spent money on a mobile app. I must have at some point. 
But um, yeah, it's good they're shifting their focus back to Switch because we love Switch. And um, yeah, and the, the fact that Animal Crossing did so well just shows that their interest is still there. Um, I mean, I don't think anyone really could have predicted just how successful the Nintendo Switch was uh, and is still to this day. So it's good. It's good news. It's good news all around. Bring the games. Yeah. Keep bringing the games. Games, games, like games. Hear. Games, games, millions of games. That's a, a line from a film, I think. Um, I'm sorry if I'm being very distracted, Colin. I just keep thinking about The Last of Us, how sad I am. <laughs> yeah, you just sound really sad today, don't you? It's just, yeah. It's just sad. I'm going to have You've some beer, sad. I think. Yeah, lads, lads, lads. Maybe I'll have some beer and play the video game, because that will make me feel double sad. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe you could... Um, maybe it'd be better if you were drunk whilst playing it. Yeah, good point. Maybe yeah. that'll make the pain. Maybe it'll numb you to the pain and the suffering. That's, oh, that's good thinking. Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, is that all our news? I think it is. We've rattled through it. Yeah. And though it seems like it's not taken that long, there was a lot of stuff to digest with some highlights being Pokemon Snap and Crash Bandicoot 4. Yeah, Pokemon Snap. Some highlights there. Going to be very, very cool. I'm looking forward to I'm really looking forward to playing that, actually. I'm going to have um, to find some footage from the original game, you know, because I don't think I've ever seen any um, uh, footage from the original version of it. God, it's so good. You get the flute, you play it so that the Charmanders will watch you. You knock the egg into the lava with the apples. It's a classic. Classic. Classic Nintendo, that is. Oh, it's so good. So good. I bet there's a great, I bet there's a great theme song as well. Uh, meh, not amazing. Something like that. Um, how are you finding Pokemon Go at the moment? I will admit, I am only going on it to get the daily streaks. So yep. the Pokestop and the catch. I've my focus. I've been well into Wizards Unite recently. Honestly, with the brilliant event and all the different events they're having, I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. I'm well in. So to answer that question, not really spent much time on it, to be honest, mm. recently. Um, I know you've had a bit of a on-off relationship with it over the past six months. What's, uh, where yeah. are you at? Where's your head I'm getting at? A bit, I'm getting a bit of a funk about it because I feel like the way they do the, um, the, the remote passes to the raids thing and the fact that you can't... It still really annoys me that you can't, like, raise a flag or something to say... There are people interested in doing this raid because, like, raid hour comes every Wednesday at six, and yeah. all of the gyms around you spawn legendaries, but they're all empty because no one wants to spend their raid pass because no one knows who else is playing and where else they're going to be. Exactly. Um, yeah, so. yeah that would be a good um, a good addition. So yeah. you're not just sat there waiting, hoping that someone will join you. Allegedly, we should be able to invite people soon, but who knows when that'll be? Who knows, indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a sort of a difference between Wizards Unite and Pokemon Go with the you know playing from home idea, where with Wizards Unite you can just join the Hogwarts Fortress and you automatically get paired up with other players from around the world in a lobby, whereas that's not how it works with Pokemon Go, which is a shame because even though you can do a remote pass, um, not doesn't necessarily mean there'll be people around where you live who will want to play or where you are. So maybe it would make more sense to play against people from around the world. Big Apple news, Colin. What we got? What we got? Not only are they adding cycling to Apple Maps, Shit. Uh, but yes. they have also just posted that uh, floating notifications are coming. So suddenly you won't be... Um, uh, you When you get a call, it doesn't take up the whole screen anymore. 
Shit. Yeah, I'm watching a really cool little trailer actually that I'm going to embed that I imagine has come from Apple. Um, which, yeah, it looks like some really interesting stuff to come. Yeah, that's. So you're saying it's autumn we're getting this? Yeah, they've just said later in fall. Fall. What does that mean? Crazy yeah. American speak. Well, you said it's American speak. I learned this week fall is actually originally a British term, and we picked up just autumn like from the French. Yeah, yeah. Just like soccer. Brilliant. And it kind of makes sense oh, because Britain. a lot of, I guess, uh, a lot of Americanisms come from a certain point of British history. Oh, Britain, is there anything you can do for yourself? Nope. No. No. Right, let's get out of here then. I think we're done. Had yes. On the on have a panini. So, we are going, and before we go, let's give you some details as to how you can find out more about our little show here. If you want to listen to all the previous episodes of Heroes of Handheld, you can go to our website, heroesofhandheld.wordpress.com, and on there you can also contact us and find other bits of information about our lovely selves. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Handheld Podcast if you want to communicate with us throughout the week. We tweet throughout the week there. Uh, we are all over social media, actually. We used to be on, do you remember Google Plus? That's a who mm-hmm. right there. Who? Um, we're on Facebook in some form, I think. I think it's linked to something or another. So you can find us on Facebook. Just Google Heroes of Handheld and I'm sure we'll come up. And you can also, if you've just stumbled across this podcast, this is the first one you've heard, you can subscribe to us. If you like what you hear, you can go to Spotify, you can go to iTunes, you can go to basically anywhere. Anywhere where decent podcasts are caught by podcast RSS catchers. RSS? Really simple syndicate. Yeah, that is right. Uh, that's where you can listen to us and you can subscribe and we'd love you very much for doing that. And finally, if you want to get in contact, apart from Twitter, you can also email us heroesofhandheld at gmail.com. Colin. So long, farewell. Yes? Have a good week. Uh, what are you going you to be too. playing? I'm going to try and finish season two of Batman and see if my choices actually make a difference and uh, whether I've basically just ruined Gotham forever by my... No horrible choices uh, and then I will look forward to hearing whether you are still sad oh yeah absolutely after finishing Last of Us oh it's just so miserable now I'm going to go outside I'm going to go get some fresh air and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to play some Last of Us do it want to yeah. hear about that darn ending man oh, hopefully I'll have finished it by this time next week but I also don't want to mainline through it because it's just so have I mentioned it's quite miserable <laughs> no Please tell oh. us more. All right. Have a good week. Do you do you get to play a guitar by a campfire? Is I have that, played a guitar, that... but not by a campfire yet. So ah. thanks for the spoiler, you twat. That's in the advertising, you dick. Okay, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. This is the advert of playing a guitar. I thought it was by a campfire. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. Anyway. Okay, right. Well, thanks, Chris. It's been a, it's been a darn pleasure. Yeah, as mate. As usual. Uh, speak to you next week. Bye-bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.